0: Well, what is going on, friends? This is Nick coming back with you as we continue our journey through Exodus. I'm going to be picking up in our reading um, in Exodus 4, verses 18 through 31. And I'm going to be reading from the CSB version. Um, it's kind of the one I read in just my time with the Lord. and So I'm just going to read out of that version as we continue our journey through Exodus. We have just seen that God is continuing to remind Moses that, hey, I'm going with you and I will let you know that I'm with you. I will use this staff in your hand to help you navigate the journey that I've called you to. And so we're going to pick up in verse number 18. I'm going to read it in its entirety, 18 through 31. Then I'm going to make a few comments and then maybe give a little application of what we can do with what we experienced today. And so let's begin in verse 18. It says this, then Moses went back to his father-in-law Jethro and said to him, please let me return to my relatives in Egypt. And see if they are still living. Jethro said to Moses, go in peace. Now in Midian, the Lord told Moses, return to Egypt for all the men who wanted to kill you were dead. So Moses took his wife and sons, put them on a donkey and returned to the land of Egypt. And Moses took God's staff in his hand. The Lord instructed Moses, when you go back to Egypt, make sure you do before Pharaoh all the wonders that I have put within your power. But I will harden his heart so that he won't let the people go. And you will say to Pharaoh, this is what the Lord says. Israel is my firstborn son. I told you, let my son go so that he may worship me. But you refuse to let him go. Look, I'm about to kill your firstborn son. On the trip at an overnight campsite, it happened that the Lord confronted him and intended to put him to death. So Zephora took a flint, cut off her son's foreskin, threw it at Moses' feet and said, you are a bridegroom of blood to me. So he let him alone. At that time, she said, you are a bridegroom of blood, referring to the circumcision. Now the Lord had said to Aaron, go and meet Moses in the wilderness. So he went and met him at the mountain of God and kissed him. Moses told Aaron everything the Lord had sent him to say and about all the signs he had commanded him to do. Then Moses and Aaron went and assembled all the elders of Israelites. Aaron repeated everything the Lord had said to Moses and performed the signs before the people. The people believed, and when they heard that the Lord had paid attention to them, and that they had seen that He had seen their misery, they knelt low and worshipped. All right, there's a couple things that kind of stand out to me. Um, so, for one, Moses asks his father-in-law, "Hey, can I go back and take care of some business? Can I go back to a place of shame, a place where I had run from and fled, so that it can be made right, or that the Lord could use it?" And of course, Jethro goes. Yes. And so Moses goes back towards Egypt. And here's the thing I want you to think about Egypt for Moses. It was a place really of shame. He had killed somebody, he had fled the scene. And so, really, for Moses in Moses' story, it was a place of shame. But yet, yeah, God is calling him to go back to this place of shame because God's going to show him that God, he is a redeeming God. And so for us, as we think about that, I want you to think about some places that you have shame. Know that shame is not from the Lord and the Lord has not called you to have a posture of shame. He wants to shed his light of goodness and glory and redemption on those places to allow you to walk a better path. Path from here going forward, and then something strange happens in verse twenty-four. It says on the trip at an overnight campsite, it happened that the Lord confronted him and tended to put him to death. So Zipporah took a flint, cut off her son's foreskin, threw it at Moses' feet, and said, "You are the bridegroom of blood to me." Like what? What just happened? Like what? <laughs> what is going on? Here's what you have to see. Like yes, Moses had this calling on his life, but he was missing his chief calling. His chief calling was to be a husband to Zephora and a dad to his sons. And he had failed to do the very thing that all Israelites were called to do with this circumcision. And so God's going, hey, you're going to go follow me. But yet you're not doing the very things that I've entrusted you to do in your very own home. Here is what we need to remember. What happens at home is important. Our families are our chief ministry and calling. And I know I've been very guilty of neglecting that calling just for doing the calling outside of my home. But my chief calling is not to speak on stages and not to travel places. It is to love my wife, love my kids and point the finger to God. And Moses had failed to do so. And then we see that Aaron and his brother are united, and Aaron joins Moses in the work that God had called them to. Like, And that's the work of the kingdom. God has called us to do this together. We are better together than we are separated. So what does that look like for us today? Maybe a question that some of you have to wrestle with. Where is a place of shame that is keeping you from walking the path and walking out the calling that God has for you? Or maybe a question for you today is, is there something you are neglecting at your home? Are you not leading your family and those around you well? Or maybe your friends, are you leading them well? And lastly, who are you inviting to shoulder the burden of ministry with you that you have been called to at your place of business, in your neighborhoods, or wherever you find yourself doing the work of the kingdom? Who can you invite along for that work? I pray for you today that you will step full into that that you will be reminded that God goes with you. But not only does he go with you, he goes before you and he hems you up. We look forward to continuing this journey through Exodus where we see that really he does draw us out to draw us into himself. Let us be partakers of this journey and let us continue to fix our eyes on him. And we'll see you guys later. Bye. Thank you so much for joining us today. We'll see you tomorrow as we hop back into God's word.